Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. And with me today is Stace Babcock. I'm a rule follower who pays attention. Alex Finn. Aha. Uh-huh. Marietta Jones. I'm a very good girl who never does anything wrong. And Samson Davis. I actually follow the rules and that pisses me off. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, it's so annoying, isn't it? <laughs> so, who remembers what happened last time? I think this week I will pick on Marietta. Oh boy. Okay, someone help me. Where did we leave off? What was the beginning of last Went session? to the bar. Oh, we, okay. You were at the bar. Okay, so we were at Mama Jaren's and she was like, Yo, Chacha's at the Queen's Platoon. I'd really like to talk to all of you. And we were like, yeah, we want to go see Chacha. That sounds like a great idea. So we went and we found Chacha, who was hanging out there, finishing up her puppet show rendition of our infiltration. Yeah, really exciting. Those air quotations that the podcasters, listeners can definitely see. Anyway. So then we were like, yeah, we should go talk to Jima and check on Nix's parents because our faces were seen, you know, and we like family and that stuff. So we head back to uh, Talia's grandma's house and the place is just totally ransacked. And uh, there's like a secret room in grandma's room, like under the floorboards. It's like very um like secret agent style and there's three dead bodies i presume that they're from the handlers but there's no like handlers insignia on them and then italia finds evidence that her grandmother there's like a trail of her leaving and like reconnecting to a road but she couldn't like follow any further so grandma's in the wind italia like closes up the house and nick's Dilly and Chacha had left a little bit before to go to Nix's house after it was clear that Atai's grandma wasn't there. Yeah, it was a really long five minutes, let's say. It was definitely, you were in the house for at least 30 more minutes. Yeah. You phrased that like we left Sorry, you. I forgot. I forgot. I was trying to add it in because I forgot about you guys leaving before me. No, well, what? Wait, wait. We left before you, or you refused to leave with us? Well, we'd only been there for like five minutes, and you're like, I've got to go check on my mom and dad. And I'm like, Yeah, definitely go do that. I've got to find out what the fuck happened to my grandmother. So I'll meet you guys there. I'm going to have to ask you to re listen to last episode when you get the chance. Listen, okay, this is Atalia's recollection. I'm sorry if it doesn't match <laughs> Nix's standard reality. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the good news was that when Nick's Dilly and Chacha got back to Nix's parents' place, uh, they were totally fine. And everybody got to sleep in their like own guest room, and Nix got to sleep in her room that's across from her parents so she could keep an eye on them. It was really nice, relaxing recovery time. And then Natalia eventually shows up and breaks in and sleeps on the couch with Jeski. Missing something? Oh, and then we go to the snake place in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> 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 we 
Well, <laughs> in the morning, <laughs> Nix's hand is really bad, like really bad. So we go to Dilly's old shop and we break in and the snake has escaped the container and we we have to fight it. And then Nix eats it. <laughs> she just swallows like, it whole. I guess this is my mid-morning snack. And then she suddenly feels great. She's like, hell yeah, I'm just like snake lady now. So she's a snake, I guess. Plot twist. And then we find Wes's notes, and I guess, like, the snake was getting stronger, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna put it in this class container so it doesn't escape, and then it escaped that container, so just got so strong, and I also, Atalia scanned it, and it had the same energy as the, like, corruption that Nyx was experiencing, so, but apparently eating the snake was the solution the whole time. Just should have told her to eat that cipher artifact sooner. And now we know for next time. Yeah. And I think, are we still in the store? Yes. Okay. Because the last <laughs> thing that happened has been you suggesting that Nyx try to, like, spray saliva. And when she tried to do that, her jaw unhinged, two fangs appeared, and she spit some sort of sizzling venom across the room. <laughs> and that's where we ended it. Oh, man. I forgot I had that great idea. I'll add one note. One of the bodies that you found in your grandmother's house, you did recognize oh. the face of. Right, he was right. the one who stepped out of the crowd okay. to slit James's throat. So we're thinking it was the handlers. Mm -hmm. So, Nix, you have just spit some sort of sizzling venom over onto a nearby table. It was pain and relief when the fangs came out. And now they've slid back in. And while the bumps are still there, they no longer feel like sore. Where do the fangs come out? In front of Nix's teeth or behind Nix's teeth? From the bumps behind Nix's teeth. But your jaw okay. unhinged while it did that. Oh, yeah. So this is going to bite people. It's part of her repertoire now. Yeah, I seem to remember Nix was just like, yeah, I ate the snake and I'm a snake now and pretty chill. I think we ended with like we were going to look for Paolo's body. So unless anyone else has questions about the snake thing. So you guys actually already looked for Paolo's notes and you found out that he was he had taken one of the standard commissions. And then he also took some sort of commission for a prefab construction. And the customer address was the warehouse that Dilly's warehouse, the auction warehouse, all that fun stuff. So the actual last moment was when you spit oh, the venom. And it sizzled. Ah, all right. I feel better now, guys. Whew. Uh, that was pretty wild. What the fuck? So, out of character question, are we going to, like, have to milk Nyx now? <laughs> I don't think you know enough at this point to know. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nyx prefers not to be milked. Hey, you don't know about your snake powers now. You might need it. Yeah, but I think she can take care of that. We don't need to milk her. I've yeah, but does like <laughs> that sounds like a self care, like a is that like having too many ciphers? Where if she doesn't remember to milk herself, that she becomes like crazy or okay, kids. Hindered? Can we stop calling it milking and can we just start calling it spitting? Like, Dude, that's what you call like taking venom from a snake. You milk the snake. You milk the snake. The snake does not milk itself. 
to what? Are you seeking the milking experience Listen. now? Oh, the phrasing is that's okay, like yeah. yeah we are no milking podcast. <laughs> Back into your characters. Back into your characters. <laughs> uh, no, let's talk about milking the snake some more. <laughs> Not that kind of show, Samson. Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, how are you doing buddy <laughs> <laughs> we broke space anyway uh, <laughs> Nyx will examine the surface that she whatever her spit landed on and sizzled you said to see if it did any like sort of damage okay you don't even need to roll for this it did make sort of like a sizzling effect, and the venom is still sort of pooled there, although it's like it's gone flat. It was sizzling before. It doesn't appear to have damaged the surface, and you don't really have any feeling one way or the other about it. Like you, like on some instinctual level, oh, this is just spit. This is mine, but I, you know, whatever. So you don't really necessarily. It didn't seem to have any effect on a like a metal surface that it landed on. Whether it would have a different effect on something organic, I don't know. Nyx touches it. You seem perfectly fine touching it. No big deal. Huh. Guys, seems like it's pretty uh, benign. I don't know. Um, Chach is going to stick a random object around her into it. Okay. Doesn't seem to react to any object. It's going to sacrifice a finger. <laughs> Dilly's on one side of the room with just, like, almost looks like he's disassociating, just like, what? And, like, around his head <laughs> is, like, this Ouroboros thing, but with Nyx's face, like, eating its own tail. <laughs> and he's just like, I can't, what is this? What? What? Nyx just sort of shrugs. She's like, I told you I was turning into a snake, guys. Uh, so... Italia will, um, bend down and poke the saliva with her hand with is she wearing a glove yes. <laughs> she'll take a glove off okay <laughs> you touch it and even before you feel anything like it doesn't even hit your brain like it's one of those instincts where like it hits the spinal cord and immediately spins around and tells your hand to move before it goes to your brain there's something bad about it and you're you touch it for just a fraction of a second and the tip of your finger where you touched it looks like it almost has like a chemical burn on it. Um, it's not burning anymore, but it hurts like a son of a bitch. Yeah, just spit my ass. Dilly comes back to reality. Why would you touch it? <laughs> what the fuck? It could have been candy. You just made it seem so normal. I had to make it not. <laughs> I I I I I don't know what's happening. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of this room. Uh, and Dilly's gonna shuffle into the shop. So, what okay. kind of role would it be to rekey the locks? So, it's not really crafting Numenera, although I would give a bonus from crafting Numenera if you wanted it. But it is some sort of intellect-based tinkering to rekey a lock. You're not picking it. You're not. You're not doing something stealthy with it, and you're not trying to break it. You're just you're trying to do something very delicate. I guess Chacha's gonna go try and rekey the locks. 
Okay, so probably one for each of them. Okay. So which lock do you want to do first? The front door. Okay. So Cha-Cha does not spend much time in places. So I'm actually going to hinder Cha-Cha on this. So it would be a 15 intellect roll. Okay. And it will probably take you, since this is the first time you've done it, it's probably going to take you maybe 15 minutes to do it. Can I assist her with the... Yes, you could assist, and that would give her a 12. Sure. I got an 18. Okay. We don't know why Chaja can do this, but she can. So you think you have successfully repeated to a key of your own design that presumably you made as part of the process. And now Chacha relocks the door. Yeah, okay. So it's locked. Chacha's going to go do the back door. Okay. So this will be, now you've done this once. So it'll be a 12 for you. 12. Okay. So you have successfully rekeyed. The back door, did you rekey it to the same key you just made or a different one? Same key. Is there a body in the front shop area? There is not. So when you go into the front shop area, it just appears to be his display model sitting out. You can see up near the front. There's not much light in here except what's coming in the front of the windows. And there is that sign up front that is the open sign is pointing towards you on the inside right now. I'm just going to look around for some ciphers that happen to be lying about, if any. Oh! Oh, I see how you are. Yes, because we also need to leave yeah. soon, so... <laughs> yeah, so roll 1d6. I roll 1d6. And get a 5. Okay. You guys find 5 ciphers. Oh, snap! Spicy. The first cipher, hopefully somebody's ready to write this down. Oh yeah, always. I was already ready. So ready is a lie eater. This biomechanical device feeds on brainwaves associated with deception. When a creature that it is pointed at lies, the tips of the tendrils light up and wave about. Once activated, it functions for 10 minutes. So it's a lie detector or it attacks the liar? It's just a detector. It's actually eating the brainwaves it's picking up, but it's not physically attacking them. Oh, okay. Is there a level? It really wouldn't matter with this one. It just is what it is. Oh, I'm almost scared to give this to you. Do it. Do it. It is a pill. Oh, no. Not drugs. That is a cipher of datasphere for knowledge. It allows the taker to tap into the datasphere and can learn the answer to three questions about one location. Awesome. We got so many questions about Mama Jaren that we're going to answer today. Not what I was thinking. Listen, stop trying to do plot points moving forward. We're wasting ciphers here. Yeah, I have some, but I haven't used. So the next cipher is on a theme. It's called foreknowledge. And this means that the user knows exactly what will happen the next round and thus can treat any task attempted in the subsequent round as routine as if the difficulty of the task does not exceed the cipher level. If the task difficulty does exceed the cipher level, the foreknowledge gained is less certain, but the difficulty of any attempted task is reduced by two steps. So, Samson, roll 1d6 for me. Oh, ask Samson. Two. 
Okay, so this is a level five for knowledge. So any task that is of a difficulty five or below immediately becomes a gimme. Anything above that gets, you get an asset of two steps. The fourth cipher, I know who I think you should give this to. I don't know if you will. Oversight. For the next hour, the user can release a stream of fluid at a target within immediate range that inflicts one point of damage, ignoring armor. At the end of the next round, the target obeys the instructions of the user. Oh, no. Oh. How much damage is? One point of damage, ignoring armor. You don't even have to say ignoring armor anymore, Daniel. I'll just write it down. Does Nyx even wear armor? She has flesh of stone, so she has plus one armor when not wearing physical armor. Okay, cool. Okay. The fifth and final cipher. Ooh. Okay. This is a ray emitter. It allows the user to project a ray of energy up to 200 feet that opens a telepathic communication channel to the client for one minute. So how are you guys going to divvy these up, or is somebody going to get some cipher sickness? Well, I can take one more, but I'm leaving it to Samson to her choice or everybody else if they have an idea. I still have Italia's Caustic Storm, so I guess, Maria, do you want that back or, or what? You can keep holding on to it. Maybe um, I'll take Lie Eater, I guess. Is there a cipher that assuages mm. you of guilt? Having Dilly have Caustic Storm yeah. would make me feel better, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if I'm keeping the Caustic Storm, I have one more slot. I have two slots. Nyx has no ciphers. Where are you at with slots, Natalia? I'm full now with with Lie Eater, if I take Lie Eater, and I give you Caustic Storm. Okay. Does cipher sickness happen immediately, or do we have like a half hour or so to like... After a day, we start rolling. Okay. And it'll be a roll every day. And cipher sickness ends immediately after we're free of our overloaded ciphers, or... Is there a come down? That wouldn't be any fun. I'm just... I mean, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. I think I would treat it as probably you need at least the rest of the day to recover from it. Uh, You could, like, take it apart, Dilly. If it's too many, you could take one apart. Ooh, I have one we could change it out for. If you like those, I have another cipher that I'm kind of met on. We could sell one. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, you don't have to steal all five ciphers. You just found five ciphers. That we're gonna take. So <laughs> I mean, we should. We could sell one though, and then you could use that money to pay off the nano. Me? Yeah, but who's gonna buy it? Except I don't know what I think about this nano. I mean, I seems like a fairly incompetent person, and three hundred chins a session for. Well, anyway. yeah, but now that we like got this resolved, I think I'm gonna look into it a little more. But. uh I don't know, like, if Paolo's dead, then I don't think he would mind. He seemed nice if we if we take some ciphers. He's likely not dead. Oh. He's on an assignment at the warehouse that we were at. It sounds like he works for the Nixos, though. He's at least been hired by them. Yeah. And anybody that's ever hired by the Nixos willingly should, you know, be considered evil and not to be trusted. Pretty much. That's convenient. 
That's kind of what I was thinking. So I think we should not feel guilt about taking these, all of these ciphers. But we should leave now, actually, at the back, maybe. So anyway, the cipher I was saying we could take apart is like a butterfly parachute backpack. Sounds kind of That sounds dope. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like you can only glide with it. I've been playing Breath of the Wild a lot recently, so that kind of sounds awesome. Still dope, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for now, though, I'll, I'll take all the ciphers, and then we can, when we're in a safer place, we can divvy it up, and I can look at whatever extras we Just have. give me two, man, so you don't get sick. And then, So uh, what two would Nick's like? I'll give him right back. Definitely would like foreknowledge. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Is Nick's the one you thought should take oversight? Because Nick's can already spit fluid. But it's definitely on brand, so foreknowledge and oversight. Okay. So Dilly's taking the other two. Yes. Okay. Chacha has an empty slot, so. Oh. Well, then, problem solved. You could have all of them. Excellent. So which one of the two left would Chacha like? Datasphere foreknowledge or the telepathic ray emitter? Telepathic ray emitter? It makes a telepathic communication channel to one target that's 200 feet away. For up to one minute. I mean, that sounds like something hilarious to give to Chacha. <laughs> it does. Great, because I definitely wanted the pill. So Oversight does one point of damage, ignoring armor, and the user can then what? Oversight means that at the end of the next round, the target will obey the instructions of the user. Okay. Ha <laughs> <laughs> So in total, it's like two rounds to get there, right? Because you have to activate the cipher. And then once you get to your next turn, then you can start spraying the fluid. And then at the end of that round, that's when the target obeys you. Yes. Okay. So you guys have ciphers. Do you want to check anything else out in the meantime? Do you guys think we should take these notes then if you think this guy is Nixos? Or should we leave him so he doesn't like necessarily know we were here? We should at least copy them. Well, we're already stealing five ciphers, so he'll know something's up. Like, some of these are pretty good ciphers that he really shouldn't have been just leaving out on the counter. That's bad practice. Well, you uh, say leaving out on the counter and, like, the, like, we have a flashback of the camera of, like, Italia, like, doing, like, contortionism to, like, get these ciphers out of all their hiding nooks and crannies. <laughs> oh, hey, there's another one. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I'll leave the notes because he knows that I was, like, interested in the notes. That just seems like good crime. Am I right, Italia? Yeah, Italia's, like, scribbling down what the notes say (laughs) in, like, quick, in quick, roguey shorthand. You know, I really got good at this with all the, like, reading I did out of those stolen books. It'd be nice to not have to steal books about Numenera and, you know, esoteries and shit. If I could just go to school for it instead, that would be cool. Anyway, look, notes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Dan, another quick look around. Is there a book of crafting Numenera somewhere nearby in the shop? It's unfortunately with him right now. You see a spot on the shelf where it would be, but... Ah. How about salvaging? Just while I'm asking questions? No. Bolus doesn't seem to salvage. Right. He's not... He doesn't have to do that himself. He has people for that. Damn! What a sellout. He doesn't deserve this shop. He doesn't, but we I, we can't really do anything about that at the moment, so. He seemed like a nice guy, and he was helpful to me, so I don't know, guys, like, 
He's with the Nexos. Uh, he's been hired by the Nexos. He's not with them. He got this job. Billy was also hired by the Nexos. Yeah. Okay, but how do you think this dude came by the shop, you know? Dilly, give me an intellect roll of six. Eight. Okay. Something occurs to you. You have a moment where you flash back to the conversation with the realtor and about how the realtor said, yeah, whoever, whoever owned that place probably had no idea that they were paying rent to a criminal organization. Son of a bitch. Yeah, so we should leave. Yeah, we should. Probably, All right. We should. Next leaves. Out the back, back. Out the back door. And does Cha-Cha lock it behind them? Cha-Cha holds up this key that she rekeyed the entire store with. Oh, right. We changed the locks. <laughs> <laughs> That's real, real incognito, guys. Does anybody like go like, Cha-Cha, why did you rekey the locks? Or, Cha-Cha, can I have that lock key? <laughs> You seem pretty intent on it. I wasn't going to tell you no. <laughs> well, you actually helped her with one. <laughs> yep. I know, exactly. Where are you guys going to go now? You've got some stolen ciphers. Well, since nobody asked for the key, Chacha's going to chuck it over into the next oh, alley. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I'm confident I can pick these locks again if we need to. Chacha's just being a dick. Does he, like, give Dilly a thumbs up, too? Yeah, like, like, we did it! <laughs> I'm weirdly ambivalent about this. Ah, uh, should probably not come here again for a few days, just to be safe. I mean, bonus points if we never come back, but, um, were we supposed to meet Mama Jaren at a certain time? This evening. Is it okay. evening? Because we had a really long rest to re- fully recover. And then we had Guys, to walk it- to the store. It's about midday. Uh, we we were gone pretty early. And you didn't have breakfast yet, either. Yeah, we could go get brunch. I already ate. <laughs> <laughs> Italia turns and leaves. She just, keeps, she just walks away. You guys can uh, <laughs> do whatever. I I want to go back and uh, follow up on my mom's stuff with that uh, thing your grandma said, Italia. So. Yeah, also, that other nano person. to deal with that? Salty. Uh, Doctor Nano. Eventually, I don't know. What do you want to do, Italia? Like, what do you mean, deal with her? Well, I just feel like she's charging you out the wazoo, and she didn't even like. She was saying it was some disease, and it's clearly like Numenera and Cipher based. I don't know. Like, all my parents' friends go to her for like weird shit that they can't figure out. She's pretty. She's got a good reputation, dude. She goes by Doctor Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, that's not making me more confident, actually. Sorry. <laughs> that is not. That I mean, is do not you canon. Go by? <laughs> I kinda like it, Daniel. I'm not gonna lie. It's that's it's just like yeah. She's <laughs> 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 like, my services always cost this much. Everyone is yeah, it's who uh, who's who the rich people go to when they for their not real problems, and then also their real problems, and it doesn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, I mean, is she, would her shop be around here? Actually, no, she doesn't have a sp- separate shop. It's she doesn't need one. It's just her residence. Oh my goodness! Uh, we can drop by there if you want to, Italia. I guess we 
don't have to. Did she, I wonder if she saw your mom, though. Wasn't she supposed to see her yesterday or something? Was that yesterday? Damn. Was the day before yesterday? I don't remember. Time flies when you're robbing the Nixos. Eating snakes. Eating snake. No, that didn't take very long at all. It was pretty, like, simple. It, <laughs> it honestly felt really natural and right, so. And it did thrash around in your stomach a little bit before it finally died and you felt better. Oh, yeah, it did take a while to die. That was that was probably the weirdest part, but honestly, I'd do it again. What? Really? Glad your hand's better. Me too, man. I was real worried that it was going to turn into a snake, but instead I just turned into a snake. Do you feel like you want to eat a small rodent now? I've eaten rodents before, man. Like, sometimes when you're out in the wild, you don't really have a choice. Like, if it moves, you eat it and you hope for the best. You know what I'm saying? Bugs. Right, so you want to go back to your house. Oh. Why don't we get, like, pizza on the way? Hold on, where are we going? That would be good pizza. Back to my house, Dilly. Unless you got somewhere you need to go? I have nowhere else I could go. Oh. Right. Go back to visit the Lampers. All right, man. No. (laughs) Dilly says no, just to whoever God you just talked to. Nick starts a light jog now that she's feeling better. Back to her. Oh, God, please don't. Bro, bro, what are you doing? No, people don't jog around places. I didn't get my run in this morning, you guys. Like You got plenty of exercise in. (laughs) Do you recall the whole snake vs. situation? I just ate it. You guys did all the work. You also had a run last night, if you think back. If my run yesterday was good enough, I would have never run again. This doesn't make any sense, Dilly. You gotta run every day. Why? Or most days. To stay strong? But at what cost? <laughs> I assume you guys are just keeping up with Nick's. Yeah. Chacha is. I don't think Dilly can. <laughs> Chacha's trained in running. Fine. <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll walk briskly then, guys, but, like, you're killing me. You are killing me. Okay. I think we've been saving you, actually, but okay. What did you save me from, Italia? I want you to be clear. <laughs> Italia. <laughs> walks was faster. it Tamara? Oh, no. Uh, was it Ace? No. Uh, Responsibility. Shit. I'm sorry, dude. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys, let's roll. So as you approach your house, you see a familiar figure walking towards the building. And as you're approaching, they stop and they look at you and like, Nix, hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, you. I'm glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Pathfinder Jen asked me to come here and drop off a message for you. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I ran into you. Yeah, man. Always good to see you. What's Pathfinder Jen got for me? Oh, I, I don't know. It's. She put it in an envelope. Here you go. Nix opens it. And the note from Pathfinder Jen says, have some news. Need to see you ASAP. All right. I will be out there. Are you heading right back there now? Hey, you or? Um, I suppose I could swing back that way. I'm actually going to be heading out of town um, after this. But, you know, the way house is near oh. the edge of the entrance. So I can always swing in if you need me to. No, I was just going to walk with you. But, uh. Here, final fist bump. He raises his fist. And there's the initial fist bump, and then I assume you guys go into your bro handshake. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ending with the chest yep. bump. Okay. Is that what she went to school for? <laughs> and hey, he was like, hey, peaceful journey traveler. 
Hopefully I'll see you on the road again. Yeah, man, same to you. Peaceful journeys. And kind of nods at the rescue with a big grin, and he wanders off. Dilly hides his face. Nick's hands cha-cha the note, and she go- she still goes inside her parents' house because she wants to kind of find this society mm-hmm. object. So you go inside at this point. Both your father and mother are up. Your mother is sitting in essentially the, the equivalent of the living room, the couch that Italia slept on that night. And she's sitting there and drinking tea and reading from a book. And your father is currently tidying up the kitchen and, and occasionally, uh, you know, wandering around. But he is acting a little bit odd. You can tell that without. Okay. So Nix is like, make yourself comfortable, guys. And heads over to her dad and like kind of pulls him aside. He's like, what's, what's going on, dad? Why are you being weird? Um, it's nothing you have to worry about, hon. It's, it's, it's nothing. It's, it'll be fine. Dad, something's going on. I can tell. It's, uh, it's fine. It's just, it's just work stuff, honey. What do you mean work stuff? You haven't been going to work. And his face kind of tightens up a bit, and he's like, "I, I know, I know. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll handle it." Uh, Dad, I'm not a kid anymore. Like you can tell me what's going on. And Nix is trying to persuade. Okay. So it's your dad. So this is going to be a six before your training. So it's a three after your training. Eleven. He motions over to an envelope sitting on the kitchen counter that's been opened. Oh. Nix opens it, reads it. It is a letter, pretty formal, and it is addressed to Lasher Slaydeck, and it is a request for him to return to his post. There is need at the city level for assistance in management, and it is essential that he returns to his post within... 10 days, or they will be forced to treat it as vacant and open for filling. Ah, shit. Well, so we got 10 days to figure this out. It seems like that. I'll figure out something, honey. I'll, I'll try to talk to somebody. I'll see what I, I can do. All right, but uh, yeah, I'm going to work some stuff too. I think I got a lead on what's going on. Um, and Nix will catch him up to speed on like what Gma said and Italia's scans and stuff. So Nyx draws the, the lines between the society thing, the Nyx-like energy, mm-hmm. and like the fact that it's not a disease for her dad. It's kind of throwing your father for a loop. And he's like, I'm, this is, this is a lot to take in. I, uh, um, he takes a moment, he shakes his head, he's like, there's, uh, the, the item you mentioned, I, I don't, I don't remember, I don't know what she's talking about, and so much of the stuff has we've sold. Your mother might know, though. All right. So basically what I'm saying is, yeah, you work what you got to for your job. I'll work this. And hopefully, you know, we just we figure it out. Oh, OK. OK. Um, I'll, I'll try. Um, would you and your friends like some tea? Yeah, we would love some tea, Dad. Thank you. OK. Um, have you guys eaten yet? I ate, uh, but the rest haven't. OK. Oh, Dad. No, you never mind. I'll tell you later. But, uh, yeah, I already ate. Not hungry. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll make some food for everyone. I'm afraid we're, we're low on 
we're low on bread and whatnot. Um, do you think they'd mind if I made breakfast food? Nah, Dad. Nobody minds if you make breakfast food. He kind of grins at you like a big smile, like this is like an in-joke forever with between the two of you. And he's like, all right, <laughs> I'll get on that. <laughs> okay, so yeah, your dad gets to work making breakfast food. Everything all right, Mix? That seems a little tense. Yeah, my dad might have to go back to work a little sooner than we'd hope, so really uh, trying to figure out this stuff with my mom. Your mother looks up from the couch and says, what? Oh, um... (laughs) 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 What's going on? Uh, dad might have to go back to work soonish, so like we're really like trying to figure your shit out, mom. Last year, and uh, <laughs> next like goes away. He walks in the room, <laughs> and he's like, "Uh, what, what's what's going on, honey? What is this that Nix tells me about you having to go back to work sooner rather than later?" <laughs> um, no, I'll, I'll I'll work it out. I'll work it out, honey. Honey, I understand, but, like, you can't mess around with these people. I've told you over and over again. Like, it's, it is way rougher the higher up you go and messing with them, not. We, we need to have a talk. Like, could, could you all excuse us? Uh, uh, yep. Wait, we leave or do you leave? I think, please, if you guys could go to the guest room, we'll let you know when breakfast is ready. Where lunch is ready. Okay. Gotcha goes and climbs underneath the bed she slept under. Nix, please go to your room <laughs> as well. Okay, Mom. <laughs> or maybe I'm or something? Just go upstairs, you guys. Okay. So, you guys go upstairs. Nix, I can guarantee you, because I'm sure you're listening, all you can hear is that whisper-yell argument that some married couples get when they don't want anybody to hear them, where they're just like, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just indistinct, but you can tell that people are upset and talking. And after a while, you hear um, steps coming up the stairs, and then the door to your parents' room close. And about five minutes later, you smell sizzling meats downstairs. Did they? Nix isn't leaving her room till they. Someone tells her breakfast is ready. Okay. She's just sitting in there like, I'm in trouble. What's everybody else doing? <laughs> I know Cha-Cha crawled under the bed, but... So we're all in Cha-Cha's room? No, I thought you guys all went to your own guest rooms. Except for Italian. Nix went to her room. Yeah, Nix had to go to her room. <laughs> <laughs> to think about what she'd done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nix is just spitting on, like, different surfaces to see what happens. Nothing seems to happen. Huh. <laughs> um, well, assuming... I'm, can I assume that I'm in Chacha's room? Sure. I was going to ask a question. Hey, Chacha, you travel, right? Yeah. How much is it to get to Stearth Hall, like, money-wise? I'm, like, out of character. I'm wondering, like, would Chacha understand that concept? Or she's just like, you don't pay money, you walk. I think the latter probably makes more sense from Chacha. Yeah. But how long would it be in distance-wise? Jilly, you just asked about a location that is probably just eyeballing it at least 600 miles away, if you could fly as a crow. Mm-hmm. 
you know, two months if we do Yes, the hiker. Day. The hiker can answer that question for us. <laughs> Thank God, because I have no fucking idea how far somebody can walk in a day. <laughs> I think I think ten to fifteen is probably a little more reasonable. Chacha's just gonna like poke her head out from underneath the bed at Dylan's like, that's not money, that's time and like two two months. So I don't know what that means in money, but that's two months walking. Uh, what about by boat? I don't think I've ever been on a boat. Really? I walk. What do you do when you come across a river? Swim. Oh. Okay. I mean, I don't want to try getting thrown off a boat either, so it's kind of a go where you can get by foot, or else it might be bad. Right, yeah. Chacha, give okay. me a geography role, which is going to be an intellect-based role, of nine, but you'll have an asset because you've wandered so much. Fifteen. Okay. So when Dilly says by boat, it's even more confusing because there is literally no way to follow linking bodies of water to get there. Like, you're that you're aware of. There's no way to get there via just water. None of the rivers link up the right way. Hmm. I think Chacha's just going to give him like a weird side eye. Like, have you never been outside before? Kind of a going to Chacha will remember that. Tuck it into the pocket of how much has Dilly traveled? Maybe, maybe he is more than just short nervous boy. Maybe he is soft, short nervous boy that needs more protecting. He's probably traveled from the uh, the merchant district to his childhood home and to whatever the nearest pizza place is. <laughs> mm-hmm. He ain't got no passport. I don't know what you're talking about. Dilly knows the best route to the uh, street meat street. Mm-hmm. At any time of day. He knows the way there. Is uh, pizza like humans in that it has reemerged in the ninth world? It's different. The toppings are very different than they were. <laughs> I mean, it's just bread. They put stuff on it. So it's not like that's a great discovery to make. Mm-hmm. Once you got bread, you're already there. Like, oh. Fine, Dilly. It's not cool. Or you're not Dilly. You're Samson. Whatever. How did you get in this room? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Cha-Cha has told him that. Okay. What do you guys do now? Tell you. You're... I guess did Italia go to the same room, or did she wander off to a different room? I guess she would have followed them in. Where did Italia say when she did sleepovers as a kid? I mean, I know you guys met in your teens, but I assume there were still stayovers. I assume she, like, Mm. slept in Nix's Mm -hmm. room. Nix got a little trundle bed. Pull out that little... Now I have a dog, too. (laughs) Oh, Nix and Nix's childhood stuffed animal collection. And the highlight of that collection was what? The highlight of the collection was a stuffed flesh pup. So those things that infect your body and try to grow and sprout out. Yeah. Yep. We have fond memories of them. Okay. What was its name? It was definitely Turco. Turco. Okay. That's a good name. Mm -hmm. Yep. Turco the flesh pup. Okay. So where did Italia go? Did she try to follow Nyx into her room out of habit or did she follow Dilly and Cha-Cha? I think she did, like, start to follow Nyx, and then, like, was, like, about to, like, keep going in behind her, and then was, like, (laughs) but quiet about it, and then was, like, right, there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
So that answers my question. Atalia is, yeah, Atalia is in the same room as Cha-Cha and Dilly then. Why are you interested in that place that's 600 miles away? Uh, well, mostly because of 600 miles away. I need to get out of Charmont. It's kind of not working for me very well at the moment, if you haven't noticed. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's really working out for me. My house has been ransacked and my grandmother's missing, so... Yeah, but you're not being chased down by a criminal organization. Oh, I'm not? No, Nick's killed the only person who would have seen. Oh, which is why the house is ransacked and grandma's missing. Yeah, I feel like that was a separate thing. Just getting that vibe. Like, one of the dudes was the guy who killed James. Like, one of the bodies in there. It was involved... Someone somehow involved with the handlers was responsible for whatever happened there. Wait, haven't you said that handlers get hired out? So it may not be from the handlers, it was just... It's still a handler's contract, though. Yeah. So maybe someone took a contract on your grandma, because she was obviously some crazy badass in a past life. That's come back to bite her. Oh, I think she's still a crazy badass if she managed to kill those three. Oh, sorry. Working crazy badass. Ah, she's a working lady. No, I should have asked more about that backstory, but I didn't feel like I had two feet to stand down. So regrets. Here we are. Uh, Yeah, I'd like to find grandma one day, but I'm probably not super safe in Charmond either. Yeah. Next breakfast ready. Let your friends know. Brunch, I guess. Is it dad? Yeah, it's your dad. Okay, dad. Yeah, Nick's like kisses Turgo on top of the head before she puts. The God, neck. I need to see fan art of Nick's and Turgo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, goes and knocks on the guest room chachas and hey guys, breakfast ready. All right, um, head on down. I'll I'll uh, be right there. Nick's is gonna knock on her parents' bedroom door. Your mother uh, calls out and says, "Who is it?" Nick's. Oh, um, I'm tired, honey. Um, can we talk later? Uh, yeah. Can you... I just got one question about a, a benevolent society thing that was in the house. Um, I don't understand. Why don't you come in? Okay, so Nix goes in. And uh, your mother is laying in bed, kind of staring at the ceiling. And she's like, well, I, I didn't understand your question, dear. Can you repeat it for me? Uh, so Jima, you remember Jima? She was our gardener for a long time. Oh, yes. Yes. I, um, yeah, I, it, it killed me. But, you know, when, when money started getting tight with my treatment, we couldn't afford to pay for that kind of service anymore. Any, and, I mean, she was close to retirement anyway. She said it was fine. Yeah, she seems to be doing all right, Mom. So, and Italia's with her. Um, oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. But I thought you said Italia was caught up in something not great. Well, yeah. But Jima seems like she can handle herself. I guess. I mean, she seemed like a upstanding woman. She, she did a great job here. She was always good to us. We always tried to be good to her and hers. Yeah. And she seems like uh, she felt that way, so too so I think that everything is fine there but I don't if you're tired mom I don't want to bother you too much but uh, Jima said that there was a benevolent society like object or like display wall hanging that used to be in the house and 
Um, oh, I'm tired, honey. I'm having a hard time. Um, you think? I'm not sure. Not sure. Okay. Uh, insight, my own mother. Okay. So it's a six to start, and it'll be a three for you. Got a one. Stacy. Oh, man. Why? Are you going to keep it? Why? Are you going to ask for somebody else's XP? I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep okay. it. Okay. Are you sure? Because I'll give you an XP. I mean, I'll take an XP, but I'm not going to ask for an XP. Okay. I'm going to give Stacy an XP because I-, I want her to help her mama. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Got a three exactly this time. Okay. So how in story does Nyx do this reroll? Well, so Nyx is almost like Nyx airs on the side of accommodating her mom because of her mom's illness. But Nyx has seen this before. So for a second, she's like, okay, she's tired. I should leave. But she remembers the last time she was asking uncomfortable questions and her mom just went like, no, I'm too tired, honey. And um, so she's yeah, she's seen it before. Okay. Your mom knows exactly what you're talking about. And she's hesitating to tell you any more about it. Listen, Mom, I just told Dad this literally this morning. But I am not a kid anymore. You can tell me stuff. I'm helping. (sighs) There's a pause. And she says, yeah, there was. It's part of our family. Family tradition. You probably don't remember your aunt totally. You were pretty young the last time she was able to be back. But she left her family to go join the society. The only difference is that she didn't really ever come back. But yeah, I mean, everyone in the family got one of those when she left. And it was beautiful. It was this plate that had been glazed with the compass rose and had been inlaid with synth that every autumn Every time that season came, it would glow for one hour at night. It was a beautiful thing. Wonderful. And this, I have to ask you to promise that you won't tell anyone about this next thing. I promise, Mom. She's watching you very closely. Is Nick's being honest about this? Yeah. Yep. One of the tenants, so she's not going to tell anybody. She says, it's the one thing I took off the wall to make sure it didn't get sold. And she points over to a sort of secretary-style desk with, like, a rolling cover. And she says, the left drawer. Um, Nyx goes and gets it out. There is, in fact, plate. And it is beautifully glazed, beautifully made. We would think it would look something like porcelain, but you are acutely aware that this is somehow specially molded synth. It's very... Uncommon. In fact, you saw it sometimes in like very official decorations at the monastery when you were training this material. But it's even then it wasn't very common. Like it's something that it's rare. Somebody has formed synth in this beautiful shape. And it's gorgeous. And as you hold it in your hand, there's this long stretch have time and then you hear your mother distantly crying out as if she's coming from a far far away Nix are you are you okay Nix come back to me Nix as Nix 
this solid plate next to her on the ground convulses. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, fuck. What? (laughs) So, Nyx, or Stace, rather, what did Nyx do this episode that made you feel awesome? All right. So, it's kind of stupid, but I liked that Nyx just, like, is this... (laughs) badass fighter and her parents told her to go to her room (laughs) (laughs) and she went to her room so i i don't know if badass is the right word but uh, if we're looking at badassery i think that the like chill reaction to the snake stuff Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah yeah very cool so we have a segment we do each week called player intrusions That's where we offer you, the listeners, an XP to check out something that we think you would absolutely dig. This week, it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you give our listeners an XP to check out? All right. I'm going to give our listeners an XP to check out the Warhammer Online private server Return of Reckoning, which those of you in the know know that Warhammer Online hasn't been a thing since, I don't know, like 2013 or maybe 2012 it shut down. But these fans out there, they put a lot of work into it. They rebuilt it and there's a private server. It's got a few thousand players on it. And it is an amazing game. I never played it live, but if you like Dark Age of Camelot style PvP or uh, some really interesting they're called scenarios in this game, but they're like battlegrounds. I got to recommend it because honestly, I've been in kind of an MMO slump. I would even, I I played Elder Scrolls online until I felt like I essentially beat the game because I just got to like level cap and it was just the gear meta kept changing and I just kept recycling. Mm -hmm. And then I played WoW Classic for a while it wasn't doing it for me, but I found this game and I just love it because it is PvP focused. It's easy to get into. It's a good community. They really enforce, you know, being civil in the chat. I mean, you have your some standard toxicity stuff that unfortunately seems to be present in a lot of online games. But for the most part, like this community is a good mm-hmm. one. Everyone's very helpful and it's free. Nice. Uh, so, right. So, uh, yeah, I recommend that you guys go check out Return of Reckoning, the Warhammer Online private server. You can be Destruction if you want to, but if you're cool, you'd be Order, uh, like me. I play a Rune Priest. Mm. Little baby Rune Priest, so having a blast. Very cool, very cool. And you mentioned it's free. Is there anywhere where they can donate to the server there as well to keep it running? I haven't found open donations, but they uh, seem to generate revenue through advertisement on their site and on their forum. So turn your ad blocker off or like whitelist it for those sites or for the return of reckoning sites when you visit to help Mm. out. Okay. Very cool. But it is, yeah, it's specifically not trying to generate a profit so that it can stay open. (laughs) And if I remember right, Warhammer is really dark, right? Is it? Oh, yeah. Honestly, like I'm just playing Warhammer Online and I'm just leveling through PvP. So I'm not really getting Mm. a ton of the lore. Okay. Okay. Cool. Sounds like a fun pick. If somebody wanted to reach out to us to tell us about what they think of the podcast, or even if they are a fellow 
Warhammer Online player and what they think of that. How would they do that, Marietta? Oh, man. You know, I think you could interact with us via our social media or our website, which is explorerswanted.fm. And it has links to all of our social medias. But if you want to just like get on Twitter, we're at Explorers Wanted. And on Instagram, we're at Explorers Wanted Podcast. And Facebook, we're Explorers Wanted Podcast. And we also have a Discord server. And there's links to all of that on the website and from the other social medias. So please reach out, say hello, interact. We're super needy and like any, any interaction reinforcement just help us keep going in these dark dark times yes because this is we're recording two months in the past and so hopefully future you listening to this is no longer in the midst of a covid pandemic but things aren't looking great for that it'll be a fun surprise (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's put it that way if you like the podcast today the best thing that you could do for us if you want to support us is to tell a friend Tell them what you enjoyed about the podcast. Tell them why they should listen to it. That's the best thing. The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star rating and review on a podcast directory, whether it's Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. Having an actual review that explains why you like it is even better than rating. Although, once again, thank you so much for those of you who have already given us those five-star ratings. But Anything you could do review-wise, it, it, I know it's a bit of a hassle, but if you could take the time to do it, it helps us a ton. If you didn't like the podcast, or if you thought it was maybe just so-so, then congratulations, welcome to our alternate reality game. You've completed the prologue. Now it's time to make important decisions about your character before you move on to the next part. Now, you have to pick a class. You could be a hacker, a goth punk, a snake, or a heavy. The mechanics will become clear as you play. So jot your class down and wait for the signal on our Twitter account for the start of the first R. If you want to reach out to us individually, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Andrelik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. You can show me the cursed objects you found in your parents' house at Slam Potato. You can tell me what you thought Samson was going to say. You can show him at Realty Unicorn. <laughs> you can tell me how to Twitter better at I'm on a hike. Okay, that's it for us. We will be back next week, as we will for every week in the foreseeable future, with more Numenera shenanigans. Thank you. Have a good night or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. Bye.